everybody. This is Ise Cosette, and you are listening to Ise's Way, your favorite podcast that you didn't know existed, you didn't know you needed, but we're so glad you're here. And this week, we have a very special guest. We got Miss Lula D in the house. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. You've been a part of my journey way before, you know, I officially moved to Puerto Rico. You supported me and encouraged me along the way. And so just to be able to have this time to really just check in with you where you are on your journey along your way, because I've been able to see your growth. And so I thought it was very important to have you come here and just inspire the world, just like you inspire me and many other women, wherever we're going. And so tell the people just a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you're doing, and how is life in New York for you? First of all, thank you. An introduction. Um, I'm feeling you know, just okay. You know, I think it's like, it's a bunch of like ebb and flow with us being quarantined, which is wild to say. But yeah, like right now I'm just feeling okay. I think because of a lot of the work that I do and like helping support essential workers and frontline workers and hearing their stories on a daily basis, it's kind of heavy for me. But at the same time too, it really keeps me encouraged to do doing the work that I know is important that will ultimately help and, you know, better other people's lives, especially in a moment when they absolutely need it. But, you know, I'm just trying to keep my spirits lifted. Uh, there's a lot, you know, of things happening in the world right now. And I'm, I'm trying to stay as balanced as I possibly can. It's definitely important to keep that balance. To many of you guys, she is our digital hype woman and you just pour into us and you always like, <laughs> I got the women followers, my mainly in touch are women, my new lizard, women, 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 <laughs> women. This is the hype woman, not the hype man, the hype woman. <laughs> you know, to be able to be this light, especially in this type of time, I know like sometimes it gets heavy, but mm -hmm. you still find a way to motivate us. How did you become this digital hype woman? Yeah, I, I think I just like sort of became the woman that I needed to see online. Well, just in my real life. And then it transitioned online. I think like many of us, I wake up feeling uninspired sometimes, unmotivated and, and like just playing down in the dumps. <laughs> but I just, I feel like I, I realized at some point that when I was visiting a friend uh, in Paris, two years ago, actually, it's so crazy how time flies. Her name is Sarah, shout out to her. I realized like I could become my own hype woman when I needed to be. Like, um, I don't know if you saw this video I posted a while ago, but it was about, like I was in her bathroom when I was just talking to the camera like I always do. And I was just like, you know, stop playing with me. Because I felt like in so many ways, like with work and my personal life and maybe some of the, you know, friendships I had at the time or people that I was collaborating with, partnering with, I just, I just kind of felt disrespected and belittled and undervalued and I just felt like I had to get that off my chest. And a big part of that video and even that trip was me like reclaiming my power. And I think like Act Upsist was born out of that moment um, when I did create that video when I was on that trip. And yeah, I think in that moment I realized I had the like power in, in, in being my own hype woman. And I realized, oh, we all need encouragement. We all need support sometimes. We all need to feel empowered. So I just thought, well, if I could do this for myself, maybe I can do it for someone else too and support another woman who needs to feel the same things that I needed to feel. And which is like, you know, loved, supported, cherished, you know, honored. 
Um, so that that's where Digital Hype Woman and Acts Obsessed kind of came about. I do remember that journey. I remember you getting ready to go to Paris and all of the wonderful looks and the <laughs> birth, you know, of... Yeah. Act Up Sis, the newsletter, and now the podcast. You're doing big things. Thank you. First of all, shout out to Sarah. Shout out to the women who are still in your lives, who pour into you because the fact that you, who just, I'm just like lost for words right now because you inspired me Mm -hmm. so much and I don't really... You know, we, one shouldn't always have to see the negative parts of people's lives, but you're so genuine and so transparent in your storytelling and how you connect with us. And so to see you go to Paris and see you come back and just so motivated to Mm -hmm. be able to touch us and to be able to send send these newsletters. And I was just like, okay, bet, you know, and I feel like that was actually also around the time I was starting my podcast too, because it was just like- these moments and these people who keep us uplifted in the time where we really need it. So one, before we kind of get into ACT UP SIS, talk a little bit more about these special women. How have women just, you know, inspired you to stay true to your self-reflect your journey and how you continue to pour into other women in the world? Well, I know that like women have played a huge part in my life and like just basically shaping the woman that I am today from Hoya, my mom, to my sister, to like my hubbies, my aunties, to like friends, to my to strangers, pretty much online, who I stay connect connected with and continue to like grow with. For instance, our relationship, like we've never met in person. However, I feel connected to you in a way that's interesting, and I, you know, it's I'd say it's interesting because without the internet, I don't think this would have ever existed, right? But like I'm constantly in awe of women, and like I continue to pull my strength and inspiration from them black women especially i I really think that we're something special something magical and yeah i think the women that are in my life really help guide me along like my way my path whether it's my professional life my personal life really helping me and supporting me and kind of molding me in a way that allows me to be the woman that i am and like my greatest hope is that i could i could be that for someone else another woman who's like looking for inspiration or strength or to feel empowered. I think that's really the goal, uh, supporting each other in a way that's tangible, right? I'm excited about it every single day. And I'm hopefully like, I'm like, I'm glad to be a part of it. You know, when you win, I feel like I'm winning too. (laughs) Right, right. We all are. And the fact of just making our success tangible, like starting off with the newsletter, yeah. building this um con- this community on the internet. Shout out to the internet and all Shout of my out sisters. Shout to the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and then a wonderful podcast where we can once again just hear more about you and really get to sit with you. I feel like we get to see the visuals, but that is another breakdown of who you are. So yeah, talk about the success. What are your goals for the Act of Sis movement? Where we yeah. going? I mean, you know, it's so interesting. The I think the the greatest ideas that we have just just come from deep like a place deep inside of us, right? Like I didn't know active sis was gonna be a thing. Like obviously with all the work that I do and just in my personal life, I always consider how uh women are affected by anything, right? Um and in my past life obviously I, you know, worked in politics and I worked, you know, in the community and that was always the first question I had, like how are women, especially black women affected uh, by everything in the world, whether it's like, you know, issue based or political issues or just, you know, societal things. That's always been something within me. I don't really know where that came from, but it's something I always considered and thought about. But 
with me and the work that I'm doing now, especially thinking about activists and like the movement, <laughs> I, I just really want to build an, like an army of fearless, brilliant and powerful women who are interested in really just turning the world on its head. Right. We know that this world wasn't built with us in mind <laughs> uh, when we think about all the structures in place that really hold us back or at least try to. I want to laugh in the face of that. Right. And I want to do it when I look to the right and left of me, when I look in front of me and behind me. And I just I just really think like like my focus is on organizing women, especially women who look like me. I think that's important. And I think that's always been the goal. And it continues to be the goal now with Act Up Sis. But I I know for a fact that when we come together, like miracles happen, right? Like just the most amazing things happen. Uh, like the impossible becomes laughable, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and I'm just, I'm really interested in seeing like what happens as this, you know, act obsessed movement continues to grow. And I'm always, always, always excited about it. I'm, I'm excited to, you know, be a part of this army to see where we're going. The main thing that you always say true is, is like building one, Yadis and sharing your true authentic message, you know, um, mm -hmm. how or what are some keys that we as women, especially black women, need to make sure we find those voices to make sure that we are strong enough to be a part of this army? Because sometimes I feel like we have to learn how to be strong along the way. We have to yeah, learn to nurture us sure. along the way. So give us some tips a little bit to find this voice, to be able to stay strong and be a part of this ACT UP CIS movement. Yeah, I, I was just telling a friend last night, and it's so interesting. Her name is Janae. Shout out. I'm um, shout out all my friends. <laughs> but um, we uh, went to high school together. Like, literally, we were, like, best friends from the ninth grade on. Um, and, like, you know, sometimes with friends, like, you kind of have this disconnect. Not even for any reason. You just stop talking for whatever reason. Because of life, actually. Um, and we spoke last night for, like, four hours, right? We just picked up where we left off, and we were just talking about a lot. But it's interesting to me because, like, she is a hairstylist, and she was just really talking about, like, leaving her full-time job and, like, focusing on her passion full-time. And one thing we, I continue to tell her is that authenticity always wins, right? Like, when you're being real and you're being authentic about who you are and your mission and your purpose and your values and who you are and the talents that God gave you to share with this world, you can never go wrong, right? And sometimes we try to, like, mold ourselves into what we think people want us to be or how we think or perceive we should show up in the world. But you can never go wrong just being authentic and be being who you are. Sometimes it seems like the hardest thing to do, but I've learned it's about, honestly, about like listening to yourself, honoring your own truth, because I really believe that like your voice is already inside of you. And it's something that's planted deep inside of you by God. And sometimes we allow the world to silence us. And it's a scary thing. You know, we allow the world to really shape who we think we're supposed to be. So, you know, we get scared about just stepping out into the world as our authentic self because we don't know if people are going to embrace us, you know? Like, God forbid you're who you're supposed to be and people don't accept you. Like, that's a very scary thing to actually deal with, right? But, you know, like I said, I think the world tries to silence us and, you know, maybe it's slowly or maybe it's like all at once. But I think that like once we accept who we are and the fact that like you're unique, like there's nobody else in this world like you, and like the path that you're on is forged by you alone. Like there's not, no other way around it, right? Like I think finding your voice is about just being honest with yourself. And then like once you realize like, oh, I, 
I am unique. I am on my own path, even if there are other people who, whose path that I notice along the way that I like, or I kind of want my path to resemble that. Like the more you're honest with yourself, the clearer things become. And that's one thing that I'm consistently learning about myself. Like it doesn't get easier, but it does get clearer. I think that everybody has like something special inside of them, like waiting to come out. And I think you should like honor that. You shouldn't really rob yourself of like, like the talents that God gave you and that special thing inside of you that's waiting to come out. Like the world's waiting for your ideas. They're waiting for your talent. But I think, I think like you have to, you have to be able to accept the fact that you're worthy and you're valuable of like putting those talents and those gifts out into the world. Like if you don't deem yourself worthy or valuable, then literally no one else is, right? Nobody else can do that for you. You have to do that for yourself. And I know that personally speaking, I know that my voice is the strongest when like self-doubt is non-existent. Like I know that I am doubling down on my values, my mission, my purpose in life, and I'm doing ultimately what God intended me to do. So yeah, like I, I think that it's a scary thing to follow your voice or do what feels right and what feels real and authentic because that's what's going to come naturally to you, right? And I always think we should build on what comes naturally to us. So yeah, that, I think that was a long-winded answer, but <laughs> that's what I, I think that is. I think that is perfect. I think that is the truth because we just have to. And we, of course, we've been silent and so we've been shut down and we've, we've kind of like conformed ourselves to try to reflect a society versus reflecting our inside and so mm -hmm. now that we're in a day and age just really promoting you know just celebrating our true selves and making sure that we don't get caught up in other people's journeys yeah in life you know how you have to versus what you want to and so just taking back that power and realizing that we have this strength realizing that we have this purpose that we are unique definitely sets us apart definitely sets us on our way and definitely make sure that we're strong enough you know to be able yeah. to move forward that's what yeah. we need absolutely and then you have a poem to share with us today I do I do have a poem and literally so I you know I was an English major back in college and I took a poetry writing class every single semester but I mean I don't have a poem of my own to share with you but I wanted to share this poem by one of my favorite poets her name is Lucille Clifton I studied her in college and I continue reading her work afterwards and I'm just like mesmerized by her words but this poem is called won't you celebrate with me won't you celebrate with me what I have shaped into a kind of life? I have no model. Born in Babylon, both non-white and woman, what did I see to be except myself? I made it up here on this bridge between starshine and clay, my one hand holding tight, my other hand. Come celebrate with me that every day something has tried to kill me and has failed. I love that poem and I love especially that last line because that is the truth to our soul as black women like all over the world. Absolutely. Like that that last line always is like a gut punch like I feel so seen, you know what I mean? Like it's just incredible. I just I love 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 her words, all her poems. Uh, her name is uh, Lucille Clifton. So if you have an opportunity to check out her other poems, definitely do. One wonderful thing that one of my professors has taught us is really making a poem our own and embodying in that. And just the fact of celebrating, you know, where you are in your journey and how you have just once again stayed true and, and always made sure to 
find representation, make sure that we get justice, make sure that our voices are heard. And mm -hmm. also not only just celebrating yourself, but making sure that we as a collective are being celebrated. And that like, like that last line that though every day something has tried to kill us, you know, us as women, you know, us as trans people, us as non-binary, us as people and failed, you know, though there are limitations and though some people have, you know, died, unfortunately, we still stand because of them. We still are stronger because of our community. We are still strong because of everything that's happened to us. So like, oh my God, like I'm sitting here taking notes, like <laughs> amazing. Like I agree with everything you just said. And I like, I just think that it's important that through the chaos, we stay connected and we continue to build community as much as we possibly can. Lula, how are you on your way? That's such a heavy question. <laughs> I feel like every day is like an, a new day for me to really try to learn about why I'm here and for me to have like humility and grace towards myself during the process of learning myself. You know, sometimes it's uncomfortable and, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to think about, a lot to deal with. Like a lot of us are multifaceted individuals and we care about a lot and trying to figure out and navigate life is just, it's a lot to deal with, you know? And, you know, I just think that life isn't easy on its own. I think that's why I focus so much on community. So we can like really build each other up and support each other in ways when we can't do that for ourselves. I think I'm taking it every day like each day at a time and trying to figure out the best way I can show up as myself in this world that that takes work and I, I'm invested in doing the work and I'm interested and excited to see the woman that I've become. I'm here to support you and cheer you on, thank you, thank you, thank you. you know, because Likewise. you definitely, you do the work, you show up, you, you know, you keep us informed, you keep us motivated. And whenever you're down, just know we're here to pick you up because you literally are a light. So continue to just be this light, this presence that we need because we need more people like you. We need big sisters like you. For example, I don't have sisters. I have two brothers, mm -hmm. you know? So to be able to look up and be inspired by other women who are doing great things that keeps me on my journey you know because I feel like once again though we have not really met physically I feel like you're right there holding my hand and guiding me along and I'm Absolutely. grateful for that I'm grateful for you staying true to yourself I'm grateful for you just being a great light in our lives so I appreciate you sis thank you I appreciate you too thank you for doing this thank you for this conversation I, I didn't know I needed it so <laughs> I appreciate it this is, this is just another way, once again, just to celebrate you, you know, where you are. Sometimes we don't, we don't really get to get our own flowers, you know, shout out to Brian, always giving you flowers <laughs> and stuff, but these are the verbal, you know, yeah. reminders, another type of affirmation. What did you say to yourself today? Um, what was my affirmation today? Um, it was a, a quote by Audre Lorde where she said, I am fearless and unafraid. That it was just that simple that simple. And I was just like, wow, like the idea of being unafraid in this world, you know, like that's all that I want to be. That's all how I want to show up. Like it doesn't matter what pitfalls come my way, what struggles come my way. Like I just want to approach everything unafraid as much as I possibly can. So yeah, that, that, that affirmation always like stands out for me. 
Yes, that's one of my favorite things to say. I'm always moving forward unafraid, even though sometimes I do be scared. But I say say it to myself to keep me going because at the end of the day, even if there is a little bit of fear, it's only because I'm so excited to do it. You know, it's not going to stop me, you know? I love that. We have those bubbles that, you know, sometimes just show, remind us that we're alive. So that's all that is. Tell the people where can they connect with you, you know, get the sign up for your newsletter, follow you on Instagram, your page, all that fun stuff. Yeah. So I am on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. You can find me at I run with Lula. You can check me out on my website too. I run with Lula.com. But yeah, I'm accessible. So reach out to me on any one of those platforms. Yes, she is. I've been messaging her for years and there's not (laughs) a message that I think she hasn't responded to. And that's just like the blessing because, you know, you're just so personable. We can relate to you and we can understand you. And once again, you just just inspire us all. So just thank you for sharing a little bit of your story with us on your way. Thank you. No, I appreciate it. And thank you for getting me to read Lucille Clifton right now. Like, I needed that as well. So appreciate you. You have no idea. For everyone listening, remember, stay true to yourself, your voice, your people, your community, because they will uplift you, but you have to uplift yourself first. Yes, ma'am. Until next time, this is Isa's Way. Y'all be blessed. Bye, y'all.